again. Welcome to the truth uh, with Niall. Ben will not be joining us today, sadly, but we have a special guest here today to recap the 2020 NFL Draft. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Lucas. All right. Lucas, you're a Cowboys fan, correct? I am. Hopefully he's not too biased. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a little biased. The Vikings <laughs> here in the draft. Uh, but anyways, so we're going to go over – I'm going to go over briefly briefly what we're going to be talking about here in the NFL Draft Podcast. So we're going to start out with team grades, how we felt uh, teams drafted. Uh, go probably for, I don't know, about a minute or so with that. And then we're going to go uh, to two busts that we have, uh, like for the draft pick. We think that are going to be two busts in the league. Two underrated slash sleepers two superstars, two late-round gems, and two steel picks to close things off here in the podcast. So, without further ado, I think we can hop right into it. We'll start with team grades on draft. We're going to start out with the Los Angeles Rams. I gave them a B- minus uh, in the draft. I did like the pick the Rams took uh, with Cam Akers. I've always been a big Cam Akers kind of fan. Uh, running backs, you know, honestly, in this year's draft seemed uh, pretty good. You know, you had Taylor, you had Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, or Solaire. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, but Cam Akers as well can fit right into the mix. Um, I also like the defensive end, Terrell Lewis, that the Rams uh, drafted. So I gave them a B-minus grade. Well, <clears throat> I see that the Rams – I think the Rams did an okay job, in my opinion. They got Cam Akers, which is a – which I think is a decent running back pick uh, because the other two – well, the other pick, which I think uh, the it went later, was D, DK Dobbins, which I thought was a better running back, which I think he went to the Ravens later, which I thought yep. was a better pick. Well, I think overall they they did pretty good. They they, uh, they they picked some needs, which they actually desperately needed, and for that I'll give them a, a B. Yeah, and especially uh, Cam Akers, I think, is a solid running back to fill in for Todd Gurley after giving Gurley away, or not giving him away, but going to the Falcons. So yeah. I think it was definitely a pretty good draft there by the uh, the Rams. Moving along, we got the Seattle Seahawks. You know, honestly, I was not a fan of the Seahawks draft at all. I gave them a C. I did not like the tight end, Colby Parkinson. They ended up drafting in the fourth round. Um, and I was so-so on them drafting Jordan Brooks, to be honest, you know. If I'm a Seahawks fan, you know, honestly, it's an average. That's why I gave them a C, C's for average. Um, I was hoping that maybe they would get, a like, a better tight end, like a Cole Komet, because, yeah, they have Hollister, but the way Seattle runs offense, you know, they, they kind of need two tight ends, and I feel that they should have gotten another solid tight end. But Colby Parkinson, honestly, I don't know where they decided to get him. You know, he wasn't even on any mock drafts or anything, so – Definitely a questionable draft there by the Seahawks, in my opinion, but we'll see what ends up happening. Well, they actually do. They have Will Disley. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Also, it's it's mind with that because they also have him. Um, I thought I thought um, I kind of thought that that was a questionable pick when they had um Patrick Queen. I think it was uh, literally taken the next pick by the um. The Ravens, which is a, actually a really good pick, and they kind of picked it, so, picked some needs with the edge rusher and the grade, but they also picked a bunch of tight ends, which I think they already have a good few. They're becoming like the Bears, where they have like seven or eight tight ends. And honestly, I think I, I think a, I think a C would suffice. It, 
it was it couldn't be much better. It was kind of a more disappointing draft for them. Yeah, and you know they do have Will Disley, like you mentioned, but you know I'm not too big on Will Disley to be honest. So yeah, I would have liked to see them draft a better tight end. But yeah, like you said with the Bears, they have like a million tight ends on their roster. I'm not really sure why, but that's Seattle for you. Have you ever seen the uh, the thing on the NFL Networks? It was like the Jets where they draft uh, the tight ends. Like we're going to be running seven tight ends, all receivers on the. Yeah, actually, it was a while ago I saw that. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, tight ends are valuable. To be honest. I mean, they have to block for running. You know, they catch the ball. So I'm not saying you don't have to draft si- or have seven tight ends on your roster because, you know, they're also very injury prone, as you've seen with, like, Rob Gronkowski. I'm not saying he's injury prone, but, you know, the body wears down, especially at the tight end position. Well, well but there's all- also Tyler Eifert. He's, like – glass man man like he every season except for this past season he's been injured yeah he's been stopped from being his full potential which i think he could have been better than Gronk. yeah definitely eifert's uh always been one of the players that i've been really waiting to see you know not be injured because every time i turn the tv and look at the Bengals, he seems to be missing and i know he's not benched so yeah tight ends a very injury prone uh, position yeah he's a jaguar now Yep, he is. Moving along to the San Francisco 49ers. You know, honestly, I gave them a B minus. I was so so on the Brandon Ayuk pick, uh, to be honest. I'm not a big Brandon Ayuk kind of guy. Yeah, he can catch the ball. Yeah, you know, he's, I don't know about his size, to be honest, but I would have liked them to see, I would have liked to see them um, draft maybe another corner or two. But I mean, honestly, they made it to the Super Bowl, you know. Yeah, they're losing a couple people to free agency, and yeah, they can pick people from free agency. So it's not like they're dying of needs, you know, like the uh, Dolphins or the Chargers. They have a really well-rounded team, but I would have liked to see them maybe get a couple corners in the draft. Yeah. Um, okay. My opinion on this was I like what they did in this draft. I I, I like Javon Kinlaw. They traded away DeForest Buckner. Didn't want to pay him this year. So what they decided to do was trade him away, get the pick, and then get an extra pick by trading to Buccaneers for uh, for uh, for a first and a third. And what they ended up doing is getting a third round pick, which they, they traded up to get Brian Ayuk. Which you might not think that Brian Ayuk is a good player, but you have to think they're not looking for a big tall receiver. They're looking for people like um, another Debo Samuel or someone to replace Emmanuel Sanders. Which this can be another great pick for that, which is like just a player that can like run routes or do some sweeps, which would be great for them because all their offense is based off is running. Yeah, I get that actually, honestly. And I, and because of this, I give them a B plus because they also drafted some needs, which is a tight end and another receiver or a defensive uh, tight end was not so much, but still, it was a good pick. Yeah, and I get what you mean with the brand I kind of fit in, you know, as like an Emmanuel Sanders and stuff. Um, personally, though, I mean, the the wide receiver draft class this year was loaded. I mean, you could have probably gotten a six-rounder and still been fine. So I'd have liked to see them maybe get a receiver in the later rounds because I still think they would have been fine and, you know, having the pick to maybe draft a solid corner. But, you know, they're going to be – a Super Bowl contending team next year, regardless, in my opinion. So they obviously know what they're doing. John Lynch knows what he's doing. So whatever. Maybe I'm wrong. Probably am, but I see what you mean. 
Arizona Cardinals, A minus. I gave them an A minus, not because they live in Arizona, but Isaiah Simmons, that's the main guy. He's a beast, honestly. He's so quick, you know, he knows how to read an offense, and he's going to be one of the great linebackers in the NFL moving forward, in my opinion. Um, I thought it was a perfect, what they have, like the seventh, eighth pick, ninth pick, something around in the later part there. Honestly, I would have been not surprised if Simmons would have gone, you know, maybe a four to the Giants. I know the Giants needed an offensive lineman, but I definitely think it was kind of a steal falling, or for the Cardinals, having Isaiah Simmons fall to them. Simmons is a, is a beast. He's going to be a solid linebacker um, in the future. He can hit with power. He's going to be amazing for the Cardinals. You know, they could have gotten an offensive lineman, honestly, you know, to help uh, protect Kyler Murray. But I really do like um, Isaiah Simmons uh, as their first-round pick. And, you know, honestly, it's the main reason why I gave them an A-minus. Yeah, they drafted some other defenders and, you know, a couple linemen. But Isaiah Simmons was the big guy for me. Um. Well, I – Isaiah Simmons, interesting player. He's a top prospect, in my opinion. Very good. He's like he's a top. He's like he's like another. He's he's behind um. Ah, uh, what's his name? Second overall, Chase Young. Chase Young. He's he's like the second because he can do something. He can play safety, cornerback, linebacker, defensive end, edge rusher. He can do so much. And that's a great pick. But will they know what to do with him? That's true. That's that's kind of what worries me. Like, will they know? And then they also drafted Josh Jones, which is a good tackle, I think. Not the best, but you know, uh, with a with an offensive line loaded um, draft, it was good. Then they drafted a, a bunch of um, defensive players, which they do need in order to have a top defensive team. Which actually, they're actually a couple pieces away from having a, a really solid defense. So I give them, I give them an A. But I, I kind of wanted them to draft another um, instead of Simmons, which is a great addition for an offensive lineman because Kyler Murray is really your franchise. Instead of Isaiah Simmons, you can really just – if you don't use him correctly, you might as well have drafted a tackle. So I, I'd give him an A. Green Bay Packers. I gave them a D plus. I mean, come on now. Jordan Love in the first round. I wasn't even hype on Jordan Love to begin with let alone drafting him when Aaron Rodgers still has four years left on his contract. And he told uh, reporters that he still wants to play until he's in his 40s. I mean, honestly, I don't know what the Packers were thinking. Yeah, you know, you want to go get that guy if you really do like him. But, I mean, why would you get somebody? And, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, like being being behind Aaron Rodgers is definitely like a big thing. But by the time, you know, he's ready to go, whenever this case is, you know, he might be, you know, you never know. Aaron Rodgers might get injured. You know, he might get, Love might get playing time, turn out to be a star, free agency comes around, and then some other team signs him. So he, they might not even get to use him. What else happens with drafting Jordan Love is now Aaron Rodgers is like, well, are they kind of like giving up on me or whatever? He did say that they respected that the Packers uh, drafted him. But you know, maybe like the Patriots, you know, a team without a quarterback, maybe they see an opportunity to maybe try to negotiate a trade with the Packers to get Aaron Rodgers uh, or something like that. I just, I just feel like it causes more controversy to get love and more issues. And I don't even, I'm not even so hyped on Jordan Love to begin with. I also didn't like uh, them drafting the guard, John Runyon. I did like AJ Dillon, however. I did like that halfback pick. But other than that, I just thought it was an awful draft for the Packers. 
Well, what did you give him? A D? D plus. D plus. Um, I kind of like the pick of Jordan Love. I respect Aaron Rodgers. I don't like him for every time he beats the Cowboys, personally. But I do respect him as a player. He's a great quarterback of all time. But you have to think, this is always this is always a move for for the Packers. It's a thing. Brett Favre still could play. Drafted Rodgers, ended up being good. It's kind of like they re- want to prepare for the future with Jordan Love. Let's think about that. Let's be serious. Like Jordan Love will be the future. Was it a good idea to draft him now? Maybe because you don't know the draft picks of like later rounds next year, you know, mm-hmm. the future years. AJ Dillon, they already have two phenomenal running backs on their team. They don't need a third one. Tight end, they did need one. Linebacker, you know, they got some pieces that they need because they really need to step with their offensive line and their defense. It's, it's actually really solid, but all they really need is a def- offense to get like more stacked on receivers. So that's why I think the running back was a bad pick. But for the most part, I, I give him. A C plus. I get what you mean with Jordan Love, you know, with the Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. I would have liked it if Aaron Rodgers had a year or two left in his contract, not four years. I mean, and if the Packers really wanted him, they could even potentially resign him for an extra year. So, in my opinion, if it was a year or two off, I wouldn't have minded the trade or the draft pick at all. But four years, I just feel like that's a little too much. Well, yeah, plus Aaron Rodgers is getting up in age. But, you know, I, I think it was an okay pick for what it was. My Minnesota Vikings. I'm not trying to be biased here. I gave them an A-. minus. One of the main reasons why is because Justin Jefferson was going into the draft, one of my best receivers, top three receiver, could be drafted uh, in the draft. Um, and he fell to 22 or 21 to the Vikings. And that's a big win. Especially with that pick that they drafted him, they traded away Stephon Diggs. I think Justin Jefferson can fit the role of Stephon Diggs. Maybe not the first couple of years, but he's got, he's got to get adjusted to the league, obviously. But once he does, I think he can be a premier receiver like Stephon Diggs. And it's a fresh new set of legs. Diggs, obviously, has been in the league for a little bit now. You know, he's getting a little older. So it's a fresh new set of legs. <laughs> they got a lineman in Ezra Cleveland. I love that pick as well. We needed a new... Um, linemen. We need a lot more linemen. But I was not too big on how many draft picks they had. They set a record for the amount of draft picks they've had. It was like 15 or something bizarre like that. My point is this. RGM is always known for trading back picks. You know, I'd rather just get, you know, seven or eight solid guys and then leave it at that. Because if you think about it, 15 picks a decent amount of them are probably going to get cut and make the team because you only got 53 roster spots and you already have a lot to begin with. So I feel like you're going to be cutting more players than you actually, you know, would have drafted, especially in the seventh round. You could have probably just signed those guys um, instead of, you know, like just drafting them. But I don't know. RGM's weird, but I definitely will give them an A minus from the Jefferson and um, Ezra Cleveland draft. Um, I see what you mean. They did actually indeed have 15 draft picks. Interesting picks, by the way, like offense, quarterback, which I don't really think they need one. Um, but I do like the pick Justin Jefferson. Jefferson, they got rid of Stefan Diggs. I laughed at the fact that he said he was old. He's 26, man. That's you never not... know. You never know. 
I guess so. They got a cornerback, which I do think they need after the release of oh, what's his name? Trev Wayne Wayne's that guy? Yeah, Trey Wayne's. Trey Wayne's. I I liked him. I thought his speed was pretty good, but he wasn't really the lockdown corner. They, I do like the picks of the um offensive line. They got a tackle last year in a center. All they really need is a tackle for the aging right tackle. I don't know his name on off the top of my head, but he's but to replace him when he eventually retires or learn under him. Um, probably get a defensive end, which I do like uh, James Lynch out of Baylor to replace um Everson Griffin. Mm-hmm. And um, overall, I think I'd give him a solid A. It, it, it was a good draft for them, in my opinion. It was really good. All right, moving along to the Detroit Lions. I gave them a C. I, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't big at Jeff Okuda at all. Yeah, he's a good cornerback, but honestly, as we'll get into later with the Jaguars, I would have much rather seen like a C.J. Hendrickson. But in my opinion, the Lions, I don't know if – I would have – I wanted them so bad to trade away that pick for you know somebody. I don't know if they didn't have a trade partner or what, but – I felt like the pick was kind of forced in a way. I mean, it's just me, but, like, yeah, Jeff Okuda is a solid cornerback from Ohio State, but I don't think he'll be too great in the NFL. I just felt like they forced the pick when they could have, you know, traded away for a solid lineman or something like that to help beef up the line because they've been struggling a lot these last couple years. It's been nice for us because we get a free division win, but the Lions really have just been struggling a lot, and I I just wasn't too hyped on Jeff Okuda specifically and some of the other – picks they had were a little questionable, so I gave them a C. Okay, you gave them a C. Okay. Now imagine this. The Lions, 3-13. Or 3-12-1. Three, three, in, in hindsight, they were knocked down by a lot in each game. They're a good team. They just couldn't pull off wins. Now, Jeff Okuda lined up with um, Tremaine the cornerback that used to play for the Falcons. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I can't think of his name, but I know who you're talking about. Tremaine something or something, Tremaine. Good cornerback. They traded Darius Slay to get him. Now they got another lockdown corn, plus a third one they had that also really good Coleman. They at, Now, my I'm not the biggest fan of DeAndre Swift. I think he's a steal for what he, he's like. Uh, he For me, I think he's a first, mid to late first round pick, and that was a steal, but they didn't really need him. They got Julian um, Aquara, which is the brother. So they got a brother on the team. And they got some offensive line in the third and fourth round, some receivers, which they don't need, and defensive tackles in the late, the very late rounds. Overall, I think I'd give them a, a B- minus because I, they made some good picks. Don't get me wrong. But there are just some other picks which I, which I think they needed more, like a safety. So... Yeah, I give them a B. The Chicago Bears, I gave them a B. I was really hyped with uh, Cole Komet from Notre Dame, that tight end. That was my best, the best tight end in the draft, in my opinion. Cole Komet's a stud. You know, he's got the size. He can catch. He can block. He knew everything. Now, like we mentioned before, the Bears have a million tight ends on their roster, but Cole Komet definitely could see starting um, at tight end in his rookie year. Um, maybe wait a year, but I think he was definitely a solid pick. And I also like their second round uh, center choice in Jalen Johnson. Their center position was a little lacking, so getting a good cornerback. Sorry, cornerback. Um, Their cornerback was a little bit lacking, so 
adding a cornerback in Jalen Johnson, I think, was a big thing. That's why I'm giving them a B. Um, Cole Komet, I don't know if he'll start. They have Jimmy Graham. I think Jimmy Graham's still a solid player. He's not what he used to be, but he's solid. I do think they need a cornerback because, like, uh, didn't they get rid of the other one? Uh, um, Mark Amukam. Oh, my God. No, not Prince Mukamara. No, I know. Kyler Fuller? Yep, Fuller. Yeah, they got rid of him. They need a new one. Uh, I th- They did get a fifth round, but I'd like him if they got it earlier, but they only did have two seconds and then multiple fifth and on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was okay. I wasn't the best. Those two front linemen, I don't think they're enough to get a B. I go C minus to C. Okay. I think they could have a better draft for what they needed. Okay. Uh, New York Giants have given them a C plus. Why? I did not like the Andrew Thomas pick at all to begin with. I would have liked, if they're going to draft a lineman, I would have liked like a Tristan Wirfs. Uh, Tristan Wirfs is amazing. And I also wasn't a big fan of Xavier McKinley or Kinley. Kinley? I don't know how to say his name. Safety from Bama. I didn't really like those uh, first two picks for the Giants. Xavier McKinley, I feel like he was a good college safety, but in the NFL, I'm not a big fan of him. I think they might try to move him to cornerback or free safety, but I, I just didn't like the Andrew Thomas pick. He's very injury-prone. He was injured a lot um, during high school especially. I know it was high school, but I just feel like he's going to have an injury-prone kind of year. So I just don't like the pick, especially at four. So I'm going to give him a C plus. Andrew Thomas? I I kind of respect – so you, you know Anthony Munoz, right? Yeah. Injury-prone, all college. I think he started like four games. Hall of – and he ended up being a number one overall pick. Only did not play one game. So injury prone in college doesn't mean anything sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. I think that was a good pick. I think they could have traded down for it. Xavier McKinney, I thought that was a steal in my opinion. Um, they got a tackle in the third round, which is good. They got some cornerbacks, some guards, some linebackers, some defense, and some more defense. So I think they're trying to stack up. I think, I think this is a solid B. Washington Redskins. I'm giving them an A minus. They got the best player in the draft in Chase Young. He's going to be a star in the league for a while. Kind of reminds me of um, Aaron Donald. I know Aaron Donald is more of a kind of like a bigger, you know, D tackle sort of thing, but D tackle, D end, kind of bigger. But Chase Young is so explosive. He was definitely, in my opinion, the best player in the draft. Um, just because you know he's got what it takes to be an NFL star. He's shown it in college. He was just manhandling quarterbacks. Pause that, of course, but. Definitely was just like just, it was. He was such a beast. He's going to be amazing in the NFL. I also like their wide receiver choice in Antonio Gandy Golden. I think he's a solid wide receiver to help uh, with Terry McLaurin. I think that's how you say his name, Terry McLaurin. Um, mm-hmm. Help uh, as a wide receiver course. I'm going to give them an A minus. I like their draft pick. Um, Chase Young definitely, definitely in my opinion, the best player in the draft by by far. Most no doubt. Antonio Gibson, um, I feel like I've been picked a different player. Uh, I think this is a solid draft. There's nothing like big names that like that are, like they're like actually stand out, but they did um, they did acquire what they did need. So like another defensive end just in case, or move some play. like their defense is solid if they get it together. 
they did need some receivers and some cornerbacks. And I think they uh, they, they did okay. So I, I'm going to give them a B to B plus. Moving along to the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm giving them a B plus. I love the Jalen Hurts pick. I know a lot of people were questioning it because, oh, you know, you have Carson Wentz. You know, we traded Foles. I thought Wentz was our quarterback, blah, blah, blah. I love the Jalen Hurts pick uh, first and foremost because, you know what, honestly, I can see this being a Taysom Hill kind of thing like there is in uh, New Orleans. Jalen Hurts can obviously throw the ball, and he can definitely run the ball. He can honestly be put out running back, wide receiver, kind of like how Taysom Hill is used. I expect the same thing the way Taysom Hill is, Taysom Hill is used. I can definitely see Jalen Hurts being the same thing in Philadelphia. This would definitely help um, Philadelphia against, like, you know, defenses and stuff because then they're going to be confused. Is he running the ball? Is he throwing the ball? You know, what is he doing? You know, he can just do so much. And I love it, uh, especially with the fit of Doug Peterson, um, just, you know, the kind of unique style that Doug Peterson runs. So I definitely love the pick. So I gave him gave, – give him. Gave him a B plus, uh, especially for that. And also, I liked uh, the pick of Davion Taylor. So B plus for Philadelphia. I I I don't like the first two picks. I don't think Jalen Rieger was. I I think he's an early to mid second round tier. They could have gotten anyone else a receiver and still would have been good. Which Jalen hurts. You don't draft a, a second-round quarterback to be a Taysom Hill. You draft him to be a quarterback. You draft him to be starting. You don't draft him to be a Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is a quarterback like Nick Fitzgerald or Tyree, uh, Tyree Jackson. Just people who are like late rounds. You don't. It's not. It doesn't make sense to me to actually use them like Taysom, Taysom Hill because you don't use an early second like a second-round pick to draft like someone who can do multiple things. It's that's more of a late round thing, for undrafted free agents. So I, I give them like a B minus. I see what you mean by that, but like you also have to know, you know, Carson Wentz is Wentz is very in, injury prone. So in the case that you know he does get injured or he's out a whole year, let's say he tears his ACL or whatever, they have a solid quarterback in Jalen Hurts to fall back on. So yeah, you know maybe you shouldn't have drafted him in the second round, but. I do really think it fit, it will fit well with the Philadelphia Eagles offense. Hopefully it does so they can stop the Cowboys from winning another division. Well, Jeez. Well, if they wanted to get a quarterback, like I would have said Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm was a better quarterback. He got him in they got him in the fourth round. I think he's a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts for that position. I agree. But I like what Philadelphia did with uh Hurts pick because I, I like I really would like to see them kind of use him as a Taysom Hill. I think it'll I think it'll end up paying out paying off for them in the NFL, but we'll see, you know, we'll see. Now on to your Dallas Cowboys. I gave them an F because they suck. No, I'm just kidding. I gave them a B plus. I really liked C.D. Lamb. Uh, I liked that first-round pick, go along with Amari Cooper, giving Dak Prescott and Andy Dalton now apparently some options. I also, oh, yeah. I also liked uh, second-round, was it cornerback Trevon Diggs? Might be mistaken. Yes, cornerback. Brother of Stephon Yep. I love that uh, pick by the Cowboys as well. Overall, very well done by Dallas. Um, especially like the CD Lamb pick. B plus. I'm gonna give them a B plus, and you said they do very well. You said nothing wrong. You gave them, okay. I'm just okay. giving them a B plus because I'm, I'm doing this I as a think... Cowboys fan. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I think CD Lamb was a steal. I think that's an A plus pick. 
I think Jafon Diggs was a steal. I think it's an A-minus pick. I think most of these were steals. I like how we actually also kept to what we needed. We needed a receiver to put him in the slot. We needed some cornerbacks because of release. We need defensive tackles for when, uh, when our di- – which ones we got. And a cornerback for, you know – they're like – these cornerbacks we picked, they're six foot and above. Let's think about it. These are tall cornerbacks. And we got we, – everything we drafted, except for our last week. I don't know what the heck we were doing there. Ben Dynuke, whatever. <laughs> I never didn't like that pick. I would rather pick Thaddeus Moss in my opinion. But everything else we needed. So I give them, in all fairness, an A+. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm not saying that's biased or anything. They really did have a good draft. I guess I'll change yeah. that to an A-. I'll make you a little happier. I'll give it an A-. I don't know why. I think I just gave it a B plus to make you mad. But, you know, definitely it was a great <laughs> draft by the Cowboys. I uh, got to give them credit for uh, doing good on that one. The New Orleans Saints, I'm giving them an A-. minus. I really liked the center choice in Cesar Ruiz. I thought he was one of the best linemen in the draft, especially at the center position. And, you know, honestly, I really like that Zach Bond linebacker from Wisconsin. You know, I felt like he fell a little bit in the draft. I would have liked to maybe see him second round, maybe very end of first round. You know, he's a very solid linebacker from Wisconsin. Um, they're coached really well there in the Big Ten, especially at Wisconsin, um, especially like defenders and linebackers. I think he'll be a stud in the league uh, in the in the years to come. So I give it the Saints an A- minus on that pick. Um, the problem I have with Cesar Ruiz is last year they they drafted Eric McCoy, mm-hmm. which is not a problem because they can always change it to guard since they got rid of Larry Watford. So, you know, that, that's change one of them to guard. And if they're good at that, it'll be fine. Everything will be fine. Eric Braun or Bon, I think that's a good pick. They need a linebacker. They can't just keep with Alex Alonzo, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. He's okay, but he's. I want someone's better in order to win. Um, Adam Adam uh, Trotman. I think that's a good pick. They need a tight end. They can't always stay with Hill. Um, I don't know his first name. It's not Taysom Hill, but like, um, he's. It's not the or Jared Cook because he's going to retire. He's like thirty-seven. And the last pick, Tommy Stevens. Not a big fan. They have four quarterbacks, with, including him. Mm-hmm. That's not the best. And he's. I mean, he, he might be the next good quarterback, but I don't know if he'll ever get the chance because of where he was at. Overall, I'll give him an A. I think it was a really good pick. Going with the Falcons, C+. Plus, I was kind of confused what they were doing. I wasn't at all a big fan of the center they drafted, Matt Hennessy. Uh, that was the main one. I don't know. I thought the Falcons, you know, they've been struggling the last couple of years. You know, I would have maybe liked to see, honestly, a – Jacob Eason or someone, because Matt Ryan's getting old. He's he's getting he's getting old, and he's starting. I mean, obviously, he did, he didn't really have that bad of a year last year, to be honest. It was more like other parts. But you know, I would have liked to see maybe a different lineman, or you know, maybe a quarterback in the later later rounds. But give them a C plus. You know, it was an iffy kind of draft for Atlanta. Um, how old do you think Matt Ryan is? Thirty five. I don't know. He's got to be old. No, he's not that old. He's 32, which is he's a couple of years. He's in. got a couple of years. Uh, I, like I mean, he's he's going to be aging real quick. I can tell you that. Okay, well, I disagree, but um, cornerback, I like the pick. They got some edge rushers, which I like. Center, I think you can move him to left guard because they need one. Um, linebacker, eh, safety, punt. I think I give him a B minus overall. 
the Carolina Panthers. I gave them an A minus. I think it was a big help with all defensive picks. Their seven picks were all defensive picks, especially from Auburn, Derek Brown. I thought he was really good high pick. Could have even seen him going for maybe um, if the Giants were. There. I'm just saying like his pick status could have been you know top five easily. So I really like that. I thought it helped them out a lot. Matt Rooley or Rule, however you say his name, first year head coach. I liked how they went with an all defensive approach because they got. You know, um, Christian McCaffrey, who was the best player in the league, in my opinion, one of the best, not necessarily the best, but I definitely like the uh, Panthers pick here, so I'll give them an A minus. Um, there's a couple problems with my like offensive tackle. The first round pick, good. Second round pick, I think it's almost necessary. I kind of wish they didn't always go for like mostly line or back because I know they only have say. Sack, uh, Shaq, um, Thompson, and when Luke Kiki retired, so I kind of wish they had a linebacker or, or some offensive linemen because they did part with a lot of offensive linemen and they need someone to protect Bridgewater at least. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll give them a B minus. Next, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I give the Buccaneers an A. Tristan Wirfs, my guy from Iowa, is a beast. He's He's fast for his height, weight, and position. He can block. He's a good run blocker, amazing run blocker. And he's from the University of Iowa. And at the University of Iowa, you know, they produce big linemen. You know, Brandon Sheriff is just one, for example. He's already had a good year or good career with Washington. But they they teach them well in Iowa, and I think he's well-rounded. He was definitely uh, sliding. I predict him to go four, not just because I'm an Iowa fan, but honestly, just, you know, his – athleticism for the position that he is at. It's going to help protect Brady. I also like the safety in Antoine Winfield Sr. from Minnesota uh, going to the Tampa Bay. I felt like they needed some help at safety, so I'll give them an A. I think it really helped out their team. Um, I like the pick. I think that Tristan Wurz was a sleeper. I mean, not a sleeper, um, a steal. I think they picked everything that they needed. Everything. They need defensive linemen. They need linebackers. Well, not linebackers, but they need a running back because, you know, Rashad Jones, I don't know how long he's going to be doing good for. Um, I think everything was good. I, I think I'd give him a solid A. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a near-perfect draft. Yep. All right, that's it for the NFC. Moving on to the AFC. The Pittsburgh Steelers, giving them a C plus. I was kind of confused. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, he's, again, I don't know his age, but he's kind of getting old. So, yeah, he's we. I would have liked to see you know an actual maybe quarterback here, like a, like I said, Jacob Eason. It's kind of highly in him, um, but you know I would like to see maybe a quarterback like that, not not necessarily in the first you know couple rounds, but like you know fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh round, like a decent quarterback like that, because you know he's just came coming off shoulder injury all years on my fantasy team, so it sucked, but. They got some solid players. You know, they got Juju. Uh, they got James Conner, you know. I was a little iffy on some of the picks. I know they got a fourth-rounder guard, Kevin Dotson. I did like the wide receiver, Chase Claypool. They did pick up, uh, but a little bit iffy on the draft, so I'm giving them a C plus. They don't need an edge rusher, in my opinion. They don't really need a running back, but, I mean, just in case James Conner gets injured, it's okay. They don't – Offensive line is like one – they're one of the best in the NFL. Not really needed. Safety they did need. Defensive tackle they, the only thing that they really needed was a 
was some offensive players were quarterback to back him up one day. And I, I D plus, I, I, it wasn't anything special. Yeah. Nothing surprised. Yeah, it was nothing special. Honestly, I mean, I could probably give them a lower grade. Whatever. Cleveland Browns giving them a B minus. I, I kind of like the pick. You know, they got they got the lineman Jed Jedrick Willis. I think I said his name right. They need an offensive yeah. lineman. Uh, that's for sure. I, I liked how they took that in the first round. I also liked uh, the uh, was it LSU Grant Duplett or maybe he's not from LSU. I think. Grant Delpit, yeah. yeah. Was anyone like the Jim Thorpe Award winner? I'm pretty sure. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I really like that pick. So, you know, overall, B minus. They had some other questionable later round picks, but honestly, I shouldn't probably judge them on later round picks. But, you know, you just got to pick what your strength. I would have liked to see maybe a, a little more offensive line or even defensive line help, but B minus for the Browns. No. Um,. Honestly, defensive linemen, I think they're a solid, especially with a third-round pick, Jordan Elliott, just to plug them in and be fine. Because their defensive line is actually pretty solid, if you, if you want to like think about it. Uh, I like I like to see more off, offensive linemen later rounds instead of that tight end because they just signed um, Austin Hooper. And all, overall, I think I just give them a, a B. It, it was a really av- above-average draft. Like They got some steals, obviously, but that's about it. Going with the Cincinnati Bengals, giving them an A plus. Now, honestly, I know you're you're not a big Joe, Joe Burrow fan, but I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. You know I, what makes you think that? Or maybe you told me earlier that you were gonna say he was gonna be a. I don't know what you talked about, man. I don't right, know. We'll see later, me. but Joe Burrow is a phenomenal athlete, phenomenal player. Just thinking about like he came from Ohio State. If imagine if he was on Ohio State, like this year is starting. They would have been insane. I know LSU was insane or whatever, but Joe Burrow is going to be a star in the league. I could see him being a Patrick Mahomes. I could see him being an, a Lamar Jackson. He's got all it takes uh, talent-wise. And I also like the – I really like the pick of T. Higgins, wide receiver in the second round of that first pick. T. Higgins is a solid wide receiver. I had him in, like, my top seven wide receivers in the draft. I really like that pick, um, especially with uh, Joe Burrow, their first pick. And, you know, now they have hopefully A.J. Green healthy. This is going to be a dominant Bengals team. They did a great job on their draft. Um, they got a couple of corners as well. I expect the Bengals to make a run this year. I really do. They didn't get any corners. What were they? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong team. Not bad. Yeah. Um, when you compare Joe Burrow to Lamar Jackson, I look to you like you're crazy. But um, I think Joe Burrow – uh, we'll give it to him later when I talk to him, when I talk about him in one of my many. I, I didn't think he's a bad quarterback. I just have some things to say. Uh, T. Higgins, I thought was a great pick. I, I'd like them to get more offensive linemen. Uh, in the free agency, they got a lot of defense. Their offensive line struggles every year. It's not the best. I like to see more of that. That's about it. I, I give them a B. Going with the Ravens, I'm giving them an A. I really like the J.K. Dobbins pick. He was my top two running back going into the draft. He's so quick, especially in the backfield uh, with Ohio State. Yeah, they have Mark Ingram. But again, you know, I'm really bad with age. I know he's been in the league for a while. I feel like, you know, having, you know, a switch, you know, especially with Lamar Jackson, the way they run, 
Yeah, they, they're kind of deep in running backs. I can't think of the other guy they had on their uh, team, but I know they had another like running back because he's on my fantasy. But Gus Edwards? Yep, um, Edwards. But I don't know. I just have a gut feeling Mark Ingram might get injured this year. Even if he's not, I think J.K. Dobbins could be a role player, especially for the future, um, especially since Mark Ingram's been in the league for a while now. Um, but I definitely like that pick by the Ravens. Patrick Queen, linebacker. I think that was a good pick. J.K. Dobbins. I thought that was also – like, these are some good picks here. They they picked everything that they needed, and after their really, like, what would I call it? Their um, crap uh, being uh, just sucking in the division round because of Derrick Henry just, like, going on a monster. They really stacked up in their defense, like, getting bigger guys, some good – I think because of this, the, because of that game – this defense will be better and their offensive line and the third and fourth round picks to replace Marshall Yonda. I think this is an overall pick. I, th- I give them an A minus. I like this. Going to Tennessee Titans and giving them a D plus. I thought they had some bad picks, especially in cornerback. You know, they got Christian Fulton or Christian Fulton and uh, defensive tackle Laurel Merchantson. I like the per- positions they're going for, but I would have liked maybe um, to get those like positions maybe higher in the draft and maybe a better cornerback or a better defensive tackle. I've done some research on them. I don't think they're going to be that good of NFL players. Overall, you know, they're a decent team. You know, they got Derrick Henry. They just signed Ryan Tannehill, which I'm not really sure why, but, you know, it kind of reminds me of like a Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback, you know, a lot of running and stuff. But overall, well, actually, go on. You're fine. Overall, I give him a D plus. The Jimmy Garoppolo, the way he earned his contract was like he won six straight games, but he wasn't running ball. He was just straight up throwing everything. That's why he won that contract. He was, he was actually proving himself at that point. But um, I don't – like they needed a tackle because they got rid of uh, Jack Conklin, I think that's how you pronounce yep. it. They lost Logan Ryan, maybe some other cornerbacks I'm not aware of. It wasn't the best cornerback because I think like there are better cornerbacks down the road. Uh, got a running back for what uh, whatsoever reason still receiver. It, this was a confusing draft. I give him a C minus. Moving along to the Jacksonville Jaguars, give them an A minus. Like I said, uh, kind of towards the beginning of the podcast, I really like that C.J. Hendrickson from Florida, that cornerback. I really, really believe he'll be a star in the league. I could see him being, you know, like a Darius Slay or Jalen Ramsey. Um, other defenders they drafted, I did not like the quarterback in Jake Lutton they picked. I'm not a big quarterback, or I'm not a big Gardner Minshew guy, to be honest. I would have liked to maybe see them draft a quarterback, maybe not this year, but in the years to come. I'm not, I'm just, I don't think, I feel like Gardner Minshew kind of had a run. We'll see this year. I could be completely wrong, but I'm not a big Gardner Minshew fan, but overall an A-, especially with C.J. Hendrickson. Gardner Minshew is a god. I don't know what you're talking about. Nope. Um, y- yes. Cornerback. Uh, uh, I think they. I, that was. It was. It's obviously needed one. They traded away their two of them for almost nothing. Um, Calavion Carl, uh, Charleston. I don't. Well, I I like it, but at the same time I don't. It's the fact that like concerning that they have with um, the right end, which I cannot pronounce his name for my, for the life of me. You know what I'm talking about? The one who's like doesn't want to play at all? Calais Campbell? Or am I thinking of a different No, he was traded to the Ravens. It's, oh, um, yeah. 
that guy. I know who you're talking about. I like it because of that reason. I don't like it because of what if he does play and gets, you know. Mm-hmm. I like him to see him get more offensive linemen earlier, like in the fourth round. But, you know, for Gardner Minshew, because I think Gardner Minshew will be a good player. Also, I personally like the fifth room Colin Johnson pick. I like that. Texas. Overall, I give him a B. Indianapolis Colts, giving them a B minus. Not not bad pick on Jacob Eason. I felt like they could have gotten a better quarterback like Jake Fromm. I, I was I was so high on Jake Fromm. I thought he could have been a second round pick, but you know Philip Rivers has only got one year, uh, so I wasn't too happy with the Jacob Eason pick. I did love the Jonathan Taylor pick. He was my number one running back going into the draft. Um, I really you know I've, I've seen him a lot, especially just him terrorizing my Iowa defense. He's a stud. The only issue that I feel like he'll be able to fix in the NFL is his fumbles. Uh, I know that's a big issue, but Jonathan Taylor will be, in my opinion, one of the best running backs in the league in the future. Well, um, I don't really like to pick up Jonathan Taylor for the fact that um, they have this is this will be their third running back starting. There would be third string running. I I don't really like it. Michael Pittman, I think, is an okay choice. Um, they do need a receiver. I don't know if he was the guy. Overall, I, I think it was an okay. I think Jacob Eason could be a good pick, depending on uh, Jacoby Brissett staying. Overall, I'll give him a, a B minus. Houston Texans, I'm giving them a B minus as well. I really did um, like the defensive tackle choice in Ross Blacklock. I wish they kind of drafted you know a good receiver in the first round. Because, I mean, you just lost DeAndre Hopkins for a running back. You know what I'm saying? DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best wide receivers in the league. So, <laughs> I would have liked to maybe see them draft a couple wide receivers maybe, but not a bad draft. Um, They got an edge rusher. I don't know if they needed one. They got a defensive tackle, which I do think they need one. Um, A cornerback, a tackle, which is actually a good pick. I, like you said, I like them to see a, a different receiver, like a dominant receiver, because like, um, Houston is based on dominant receiver. I agree. Give them a a, a B minus. Kansas City Chiefs gave them a B minus again. Not a huge fan of Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, you know, LSU running back. He's solid. He'll be all right in the NFL. I would have liked them to maybe get like a Jonathan Taylor or even um God, I'm drawing a blank. AJ Dillon honestly was not a bad choice. But, you know, honestly, they don't need too much. <laughs> they just want a Super Bowl. They're they're pretty much solid in a lot of positions. So I think that's a, a huge pick for them because they got I think a a better uh, running back than Damian Williams in the long run. Uh, then they went defense, offense, defense, 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 which I like because their defense was the reason why they couldn't make it the first year when he went MVP. So the fact that they're getting more defense is a is a good thing. Um, and I like that because, well, as a Cowboy fan, I don't because they're going to win. But I, for them, I, I, it's good. I, I give them a, a B plus. It was it was a good draft in my opinion. Yeah, it was it was a bad draft. Denver Broncos B minus. <laughs> honestly, I'm not too I'm not too big on Jerry Judy. 
I'm not saying he's um, bad, but I'm not saying he's good either. I I think he'll be all right. You know, I mean, not all these receivers that everybody drafted are going to be super exciting. You know, only a couple are. So I'm not a big fan of Jerry Judy. I would have liked to see offensive line help a little more. Um, yeah, um, I like the receiver Jerry Judy. I think um, I don't know if he'd be the number one receiver because I think the Cortland Sutton has that locked in already. Jerry Judy's a good good receiver, good enough because if he's a second, he'll be good. Because as long as it gets someone off the court, they'll be either way. It's a good plus K uh, KJ Hamler. That's a pretty good. They're trying to really go after um go after like help Drew Lock, which I like um. The center part, I think that was a good one because of the part of their center. Um, uh, most of these are good. Later on, they really went for the offensive line or offense mostly. Nothing offensive line, which I do like more because they need to protect Drew Lock. But Drew Lock really stood well in the pocket this year and didn't really struggle a lot. But it was good, so I give him a B plus. Oakland, or sorry, Las Vegas Raiders, giving them an A minus. I love the Henry Ruggs pick. I think he was the best receiver in the draft after watching a film of him. I also really like the cornerback Damon Arnett, Arnett, something like that. I love that pick for the Raiders. I think it helps fit with the team nicely, especially the addition of Marcus Mariota. I think this team's actually going to be dominant nah, next year. So I'll give them a name. Please, Alan Davis would be proud of this team. Speed, speed, and more speed. Well, uh, you see Henry Ruggs fast. That's all. It's really all you need to see. It's like a Tyree kill for them. It's what they're trying to do. Cornerback, they need a cornerback. I think he's an okay cornerback. He's not the best. I think he could have been lower. Like, you could have gotten him like, the 25th pick. Got, a, got like, a third-round pick. Wide receiver, wide receiver. Not, the, not my favorite, but they don't really need it. And so they could have went for more defense because their defense struggles, in my opinion. And I give them a, a B. The Los Angeles Chargers. Not a fan of Herbert at all. I'll get to that more <laughs> on uh, my bus. Could be a Blake Bortles, in my opinion. You know, Blake Bortles fell off the radar a couple years after his career started. I'm also not big on Kenneth Murray, the linebacker from Oklahoma. Honestly, in my opinion, it was kind of a poor draft for the Chargers. I just don't think Herbert's going to be the answer, and I also don't know why they're having. They wanted Tyler or Tyrod Taylor to start, so I don't know what's going on. I like Justin Herbert personally. Um, Kenneth Murray it may not been the best linebacker to get, but they needed a linebacker desperately, so I think it's an upgrade in my opinion. I don't like the fourth-round pick for the running back or the receivers. They could have went more defense or offensive linemen. But the first two picks, I think they, I think it could have been – I think Justin Herbert – I'd like because quarterbacks, I don't want them to start immediately. I, I don't like that because then they turn out to be like they're overwhelmed or something because like sometimes it's like they have to understand the transition, which some quarterbacks do and some don't. Like some players do and don't. Justin Herbert – I think if he sits one year under Ty, uh, Tyra Taylor, which is what they want to do for him to sit and learn, he can be one of the best. I think he can be another sit-in-the-pocket quarterback, throw the ball, maybe run if needed. So I, I give him a B. I, I like 
the other picks were not good, but those two is an upgrade for them. The New England Patriots. I'm giving them a B minus. I love the Kyle Duggar pick. You know the Division Two prodigy. I really like that. Honestly, I think he's going to be a star. Now, yeah, he did play Division Two, so I mean it wasn't the greatest competition, but he's got all all it takes to be an NFL player from what I've seen of him. I really like that pick, but I'd give them a B minus. I really would have liked to see a quarterback drafted like Jake Fromm. I was really hoping Jake Fromm would go there in the second round or maybe even third round. Um, I'm not too big on Jared Stidham, I think is and uh, uh, Brian Hoyer. I, I don't think those two quarterbacks can get the Patriots that far. But, I mean, it's Bill Belichick. I mean, he obviously will find a way to get, make another Super Bowl run, especially without Tom Brady. Because, you know, honestly, their defense is still really solid. The Patriots' defense was probably the main reason why they made the playoffs last year. Because Tom Brady, in my opinion, did not have a good year at all. I'm not saying he didn't have a bad year, but, like, Definitely their defense carried them. So, you know, I like the addition with Kyle Duggar, but I would have liked to see them maybe get a quarterback like Jake Fromm because I don't know if Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer are the answer. I don't like this draft. Well, like their best player in my opinion, Josh Uchi, I think that's how you pronounce it. Otherwise, it's just players that they don't need. Like offensive line, sure. Linebackers, sure. It's nothing. Like they don't need these players. In my opinion, like, some of them for the long run, like, you know, for the when Jason McCourtney and the McCourtney brothers retire, but these just aren't players that I I give them a D. I just don't like what they – like, for what they needed, no. This is not it. The Buffalo Bills, I'm giving them an A-. minus. Uh, I really like the pick in A.J. Epinesa. I thought that was a steal. He's a very good ad rusher from uh, the University of Iowa. I know I probably sound biased because I'm an Iowa fan, but the only reason why he fell out of he was supposed to be a first-round pick. Uh, the reason why he fell was because his combine stuff wasn't too great, but I've seen a lot of like uh, reports online about players. Um, and A.J. Epinesa, they kept saying, is a steal, is a steal, is a steal. He's a first-round, mid-first-round caliber kind of talent. I think it helps uh, with the Bills uh, fit perfectly, especially, I know, on the other side, you know, they added digs. Um, would have maybe liked to see a little O-line help. I think their O-line was solid last year, but definitely a big pick with A.J. Epinesa, um, in my opinion. A.J. Epinesa, good pick. Zach Moss, I don't know. Singletary, I thought, did really good last year. Um, Gabriel Davis, I mean, could be a slot receiver from Jake Fromm, I like him. Wrong team. Just wrong team. And kicker Tyler Bass, yeah. I was not. I I was never a big fan of uh, Stephen Hoshka. Never a big fan, even when he's on the Seahawks. He was a good kicker. Just he never had the leg. He he, like I've seen him struggle the past couple of years with fifty yard field goals. Yeah, that so it depends, yeah. and I, I give him a B minus. Finally, the Miami Dolphins. A plus. They had three first-round picks, um, and they used them to perfection. Tua is obviously, in my opinion, the second-best quarterback in the draft behind Joe Burrow. Uh, Tua is going to be amazing as long as he stays healthy. That's his big thing. If he stays healthy, he can also have an MVP caliber season, not right away. He has to get a little bit adjusted to the league. And I also like the Austin Thomas pick, um, O-line, to help the uh, offense. So I thought the Dolphins did a great job utilizing all 
their picks. Really so you remember when I said the Cowboys play. got an A plus? I that A plus was like yeah. a ninety six, ninety seven. That's like the A plus range. This is a true A plus. This was like a hundred percent on a test. They got a quarterback, franchise, tackle, cornerback for defense. They're stacking up on this team. This team, two years from now, AFC championship uh, caliber. This team should have no problem beating the, the Chiefs in two years. I, I I really wouldn't doubt that they go to a Super Bowl. I, this is a true A-plus team. There, there's – if you want to argue – if anyone wants to argue about that, go at me. This is the best draft I've seen by a team in a long time. 100% agree. Well, that wraps up the team grades. Now we're going to go into two busts that we believe from this year's draft. I'll start off with my first bust, and I have Justin Herbert. I was not big on Justin Herbert last year when he was questioning entering the draft, and I wasn't even bigger on him this year when he entered the draft. He's got the arm strength. He's got the leg. But, you know, honestly, I just don't see him being a good quarterback in the NFL, especially with the Chargers. I don't think he fits well with the Chargers at all. Like I said before, maybe he'll have a decent, you know, rookie or, you know, sophomore season. But I really do see a player comparison here in Blake Bortles. was kind of him falling off the radar. I wasn't a big fan. I'm glad the Miami Dolphins uh, passed on him. Um, I felt like the Chargers did have to take him just in the position that they're at. But if they're having Tyrod Taylor, sorry, I would have wanted them to wait another year to find a different quarterback. I just wasn't hyped on Herbert to begin with. I uh I disagree with that for a couple of reasons, but my uh my one of them is uh, Joe Burrow. I I props what he did last year: sixty touchdowns, low interceptions, winning the championship. Here's my problem: he broke the record this year. The record before that was an NC record. Like this guy had like fifty six, fifty seven touchdowns, five thousand yards, like really solid season was a fifth-round pick and played, like, three games. He wasn't the best. And he played for – it may have been, like, still putting up those numbers and then going to a caliber team, that that wasn't really good. And, like, I just don't see him being, like, a better quarterback. Like, I see him being an average to below. I, I don't see him being a good quarterback. I don't see him being, like, a playoff-winning quarterback. And I, and I just don't agree. Fair enough. My next bust is Andrew Thomas. I've, I mentioned this previously. I do not think he was a number four draft pick. I would have liked to see him, if at any, mid to late first round. He's just going to be too injury prone. He's he's just not going to have a good time with the Giants. It's going to cause more drama. He's going to be one of those guys that just is going to be complaining all the time because the Giants aren't going to really win. I mean, yeah, they have Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, but I just I would have liked to see them draft a different offensive lineman, but I just am not big on that. Um, Thomas, I think Jalen Rieger. I don't like him, uh, especially to where he's going to. He's going to a team that has starters. I think can. So you have Deshaun Jackson, you have Alshon Jeffrey, you have Marquise Goodwin, and that's like a, that's a starting core right there. And he's just going to be like sitting for a while, and I don't think he's going to be that good. Like. Justin Jefferson would have been more their style, in my opinion. That's why I think he's going to be a bust. It's just not the style of team that wants to go to him. 
Next, we got two underrated slash sleepers. My first one is second rounder AJ Epinesa. I touched on this briefly. I thought this was a steal for the Bills. His athleticism's on point for the NFL. He's going to be a good edge rusher. He's going to disrupt a lot of things. I would have liked to see him go in the first round. Heck, I would have even liked to see the Vikings maybe pick him up, but landed with the Bills. I definitely think it fits well with the Bills. And don't sleep on Epinesa. I can promise you that. Um, mine was defensive tackle Raekwon Davis. I thought he, I remember going through last year of positions where the Cowboys needed, and they needed, I thought he was a solid defensive tackle. I think this guy can actually rise up and be a great defensive tackle for whoever he's playing with. Because last year, he's like a first-round talent. He dropped, but still, I still think that first-round talent is in him. My next sleeper is uh, second-rounder Jonathan Taylor. I mentioned previously how I really was uh, bought into Jonathan Taylor. I thought he was a great running back out of Wisconsin. I thought he was the number one running back in the draft class. I think the Colts got a big win here. Yeah, they have a couple running backs on their roster, but you know, honestly, I'm I'm really hyped on Jonathan Taylor. Uh, my second sleeper is the Cowboys center Talon B. Um, Biadas. I think to replace uh, Travis Frederick. Also coming from the same school, so they kind of have the same style. I assume that they have the same coach. Also going in about the same, you know, same height, same weight, and also being a center from the same school. I think that this guy can be a solid center by the end of either this year or next year or the beginning of next year. I think this guy can start mid this year or next year at, at least. He's going to be a solid center. Moving on. To- He's going to be a solid center for oh, years. Sorry, go on. Without a doubt. Moving on to our two superstars in the draft. My first one is Chase Young. Thought he was the best player in the draft. He's going to be around for a long time. He'll be um, probably in the candidacy for defensive player in the year, kind of like Aaron Donald. I really like Chase Young. Surprise! Same thing. I I chose Chase Young. I thought this guy, like you have superstars coming out this thing. Nick Bosa. Joey, sorry, Joey Bosa. Nick Bosa. Chase Young. These two guys on the play against each other last uh, when uh, Nick Bosa and Joey Bosa played, that defensive edge was dangerous. And what this team has with Montez Sweat, with um, Ryan Kerrigan, and with um, uh, Chase Young, this guy, he's going to – he may not get the sacks he wants, but everyone else on that team will get higher sacks. And then that next year, he's going to go – I swear he's going to be top – uh, Ed Rusher within three years. My second superstar is Tua. I'm not even going to bother saying his last name. Uh, Tua is going to be injury prone his whole career, in my opinion. Hopefully he doesn't get injured. He's got insane talent. If Joe Burrow wasn't on the draft board this year, I think he might have been the number one overall pick. Tua is just going to be a stud. He's going to fit well with Miami. I think Miami did a magnificent job, and like you said, could be a contender in the years to come. Wow, we really think alike on this. Uh, mine is also Tua Tagovailoa. I I thought he was a good player. I think his accuracy. I don't like the fact that he was forced to play left-handed, which I think kind of gives him a kind of decrease. But you know, I still think with the how they got their offensive line stacking up and how they run, he's going to be 
like I said earlier, the Dolphins are going to be in a Super Bowl within the next three, four years, or at least the championship. Moving on to two late round gems. I'm going to go first with fifth round Jake Fromm. Now, I know he's on Buffalo. He's not on the right team, but Jake Fromm, honestly, in my opinion, was one of the top quarterbacks in this year's draft. He's got all the talent you need. I mean, he can throw. He can run a little bit if you need to. But most importantly, he brings leadership. And leadership is so big, especially at the quarterback position. You know, we see with Drew Brees, quarterbacks like that. I had to do this thing for my baseball team where we watched a 10-minute thing on Jake Fromm and leadership. He knows what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. He's built like an NFL quarterback. can help lead a team. I love that Buffalo took them, took him, but I don't like it at the same time because they don't need him. I would have liked to see him maybe in the second round. I think he would have been a perfect fit for the Patriots. Uh, my first one, also Jake Fromm, uh, he was projected to be second round, and he drops to the fifth, which makes him – for getting someone in the fifth round when he's projected to be second, that's a, that's a steal of the century. But also, it's also a high gem if you get him that far. So I think I still think he's on the wrong team. Um, I I think he 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 could be a starting one day. When I don't know, if, but if he gets a chance, he can be a good starter and a solid starter. Next, I'm gonna go with uh, fifth rounder Bryce Hall, defensive back from Virginia. I really like this pick. Again, I would have seen him being a second or third round pick. He's a good cornerback from Virginia. Has a good coach over there, D-back coach, uh, or defensive back coach. I expect to see big things Are you looking Bryce. at my notes here, man? Wow, we got the same thing on the last Bryce four Hall. things. I like him. I think he'll be a solid. That's funny. When I say gems, I mean a solid star. Not like, not like high superstar. But not someone who's going to be on the death chart to be years. Not someone someone who's going to be a starter. He's going to be okay. Struggles, but he's going to be a good player for years to come. I kind of see him as being um, just someone who may bounce around like uh, Marcus Peters, but good. He could be the longtime starter they're looking for. He may not be. But this guy, I think he's a late first, early second, maybe mid-second. That's crazy. All right. Where to God. I swear. If you stay gone. Our our final two steal picks, uh, our last segment here. Um, First one I'm going to do, I got two receivers in my steal pick. First one, I got a (laughs) C.D. Lamb um, going to the Cowboys. I like C.D. Lamb a lot. I thought he fell a little bit. I had him as the uh, third best receiver. I really think it's a good fit for Dallas, and I expect great things from him in a great NFL career alongside Amari Cooper and having Dak Prescott being able to throw to him. Mine is also C.D. Lamb. Wow, that's I mean, you. I was funny. a Cowboys fan. I, was, I remember watching draft, I'm like, C.D. Lamb. I, I don't think we'll get him because I think he's going to go the 12th to the Raiders or the, or the Broncos. But no, he actually fell to us, and I was actually really happy because – we have Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, and him in the slot. Dude, this is going to be dangerous. Um, I just think that he's just – They're still not going to go anywhere. They're going to go 4-12, and 12, I promise you that. Oh, there's no way. <laughs> just messing and, uh, with you guys. I think he's just a steal from – just a, a huge steal. If he's, a, if he's ever a bust, I 
it has to be because of his injuries. That's the only way I can ever think about that. Finally, my other steal got to go with my Vikings, Justin Jefferson. You know, honestly, I think this was a good steal for Minnesota. I had him as the second best receiver in the draft. He fell all the way to 22. It was a perfect fit uh, after losing Stephon Diggs. He's going to fit well with the offense and Kirk Cousins, and I'm really excited to see what he can do in the NFL. Um, Funny enough, no, I'm joking. I don't have Justin Jefferson. I was going to say. I didn't find him as a steal. I think he went where he – supposedly maybe he should have went earlier – but I have kind of a tie, and it's because these guys are all mid-early first-round picks, like Xavier McKinney, Grant Delpit, J.K. Dobbins, and DeAndre Swift. These guys are all first-round talents, but they went to the early second or mid-second round, and I think that these guys all can be a solid starter for a team. Just something that I think they just all yeah. are going to be good one day especially since they're probably all going to be starting this year. Yeah. Well, am I missing anything? Um, I don't think so. I think that is a wrap. 71 minutes strong. It was a great NFL draft recap show. I had a great time. I appreciate you for coming Ooh. on. Um, and doing this, it was uh, nice to hear, you know, you're more of an NFL kind of guy. It's not that I'm not, but I know you know a lot about the NFL, so I really do appreci- appreciate you coming on the podcast. Well, it was, a, it was actually an honor. It's, it's been nice. It's been nice. If you want to come on another NFL podcast someday, feel free to let me know. I'll definitely have yeah, you on. no problem. Um, but I really do appreciate it. Guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you guys did listen to the 72-minute podcast, you guys are trues, make sure you follow the truth on Spotify, Apple Music, or Anchor, whatever you're using um, to listen to our beautiful voices. We appreciate you coming along. Once again, a big thanks to Lucas for coming on. Um, you want to drop, you know, like a social, you want to drop a shout out. What do you want to do? Yeah. If you have a problem with me, if anything, just talk to Niall. It was his fault. I'm joking. <laughs> no, it was, no, I, I don't. I'm not really a social guy. I'm fine. All right. Well, I think that's going to conclude it here today. Like I said, I appreciate Lucas for coming on for you. Those that, for those of you that are home, give yourself a little golf clap. I think you did a great job. <laughs> Um, But I appreciate you guys listening to another episode of The Truth. Feel free to comment down your suggestions. Um, You can, you know, DM them to me on Instagram or YouTube. Uh, We're going to come back. I don't know if Ben will be back, but I bet you we'll have another podcast with Lucas, especially an NFL one. So, like I said, appreciate Lucas for coming along. Appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you guys follow. Make sure you guys enjoy. Share with your friends. Get the word out about The Truth. Once again... It is me, Niall, signing out. Peace.